president went with 10 or more. So the numbers keep getting smaller and smaller, and I don't know if there's a certain need by uh, leaders to seem like they're taking the bull by the horns by making the number smaller. I'm very cynical about politicians. I always assume they're looking at least somewhat for an opportunity to come out of this better than they were. Oh, of course. Um, not just what's the best thing for public health. Yeah, it's the business they're in. I get it, but you're absolutely right. I heard a, a charming anecdote. The anecdote: the governor of Georgia was in the process of signing the law limiting gatherings to whatever the number was, 100, based on the CDC's uh, latest recommendations. And as she's signing it, the news comes over that the CDC has cut that number to 25. She's like, oh, for goodness sakes. So goes ahead and signs it, then immediately calls over to the legislature and says, hey, and then yesterday, got Trump, a job for you. Trump announces 10, according to the right. CDC's ID. 10's a small number. Yep. And you could have a family that's 10. There's radio shows, you know, it's, a, it's a, a, over half that. Uh, we've now talked to a couple of people in law enforcement and emergency management who've said, we will have a meeting. We'll walk out of the meeting. We will go to the John, wash our hands carefully for 20 seconds, and then be called into a different meeting in which the previous meeting is rendered obsolete. Things are happening that quickly. So that's why you listen round the clock to the Armstrong and Getty show. Round the clock. You're not on round the clock. Listen anyway. (laughs) Shut up. Stop arguing with me during this time of crisis. Has it been nailed down? Is the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, scheduling his speeches at exactly the same time that Trump is? It's happened a couple of times, hasn't it? It seems like a heck seems of a coincidence. Odd. Yeah. Yeah. I guarantee you there's one guy that's trying to come out of this as a as a national figure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Weasel. Anyway, um he's not a weasel. He's a human being as far as I can tell. Half human, half weasel. Um <laughs> at most. So, uh, or, uh on the other hand, as you pointed out, Jack, the federal government's uh rights and responsibilities during a health crisis like this are pretty limited. Whereas governors are practically unlimited. Yeah, they can do practically anything, including, um, you know, violating some of your First Amendment rights. You can't gather. No, there is no freedom of assembly Supreme, during these health crises if the government says so. Supreme Court has ruled that's okay. Can the governor shut down your business? What, I'm going to lose money. Sorry, you're out of luck. That's been ruled by the Supreme Court also. The, 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 the state does not have to uh, worry about that. If right. it's a health emergency. Now, it's worth mentioning that the First Amendment has quite a few aspects to it. It's a longish amendment, and it includes the right to free speech, of course. That will not be uh, suspended. God bless us. Um, and God bless the First Amendment. The right to assembly will. They will not suddenly force us all to become druids. There will be no government-imposed religion. But gatherings, yeah, the government can absolutely, the governor of whatever state you're in, can absolutely put the quash on that. How about some of the other amendments? No soldiers in my home! Oh, yeah. You're quartering <laughs> troops. Came across this uh, Twitter thread of a libertarian sort on uh, libertarianism and pandemics. I think we can go through it in about 90 seconds. All right. Uh, some of our more, um, mm, how do I describe, our are uh, prone to conspiracy theories or hardcore prepper listeners are riding us for not being libertarian enough, um, you know, which is fine. We're kind of used to it. It's the business we're in. But uh, Radley Balco, who's a thinker, writer, etc., is, is tweeting, as with any ideology, there's no libertarian solution to this, but most libertarians believe protecting the public from outside threats is a basic obligation of government. This includes a role in protecting public health. 
And while the nation of public health has unfortunately been stretched to include disastrous policies like prohibitions on self-harm enforced by violence and mass incarcerations, a pandemic is the very essence of a legitimate threat to public health. Testing, public information, facilitating facilitating vaccine research, even forced business closings and quarantine are not only acceptable, but required of government when millions of lives hang in the balance. Though state and local governments seem best situated to make the call on the more restrictive measures, which is exactly what's happening. You have the right to free movement, free association, etc. You do not have the right to knowingly or carelessly expose others to a potentially fatal illness. All of that said... I remain wary of the people we entrust to wield these powers, in part because the process we use to choose these people tends to reward the wrong set of traits Uh. we should want in the people who govern us. He uses Donald J. as an example of that. Some of you would disagree. But moving along, we should also remember the long history of governments taking advantage of crises to further marginalize immigrants and minorities to consolidate powers, suppress dissent, and claim broad temporary emergency powers that aren't relinquished when the crisis abates. This is why I get nervous about talking about postponing elections, even if there may be a valid public health reason to do it. Handling a crisis like this is one of government's most basic and most important responsibilities. But for a free society, it's also one of the most dangerous. I think that last couple of sentences is the key. It's important that they be able to do this in a proper way. But by God, you have handed them a power where you need to yank away at the first moment. I would say that's a pretty good representation of the Armstrong and Getty point of view, or at least my point of view. So Ohio canceled their primary today? Yeah, I'm very confused, though, because people had already voted in advance and mail-in ballots. That's going to be a mess. That's going to be a mess. God, it was already a mess. The governor announced it like in the dark of night that it was being canceled, and then a judge said you can't do that without the legislature. Biden's way up in all the states. Um, I mean, he was already certain to be the nominee, but it was definitely going to be nailed down today. And uh, another bad look for Bernie is that Joe Biden's just been given Secret Service protection, and to my knowledge, Bernie has not. So that kind of makes it look a certain way. I'm using a lot of soap. So he's protecting himself. Right, right. Best he can. So the long and short of the... How about me? Secret Service protection for... No, nobody thinks you're going to be president, really. How about a bubble? Get me a bubble! (laughs) Uh, So the whole... Oh, and and we talked about this earlier. This this go this go around this uh, experience we're all having having is um it's a pretty good opportunity to take a look at things like can a governor cancel an election the night before? Well, they can do. Practically how would that anything. have to work? They can do practically anything. I think that one's really tough, though. Oh yeah. Because when when are you going to do it then? You just aren't. R- right. And what's the limit? I mean, are you going to have a Putin-esque, not Putinesca, the uh, great Italian sauce, but a Vladimir Putin-esque, well, because of the health crisis, we need to uh, put off the elections for six years. <laughs> I mean, we got to figure out exactly how far we can go on this stuff. Um, uh, and I think we will, to a large extent. Mnuchin just announced they're doing a press conference that they they have no plans to shut down the markets, which... That happened after 9-11 when we shut them down for a week. Things were too crazy. I think that's right. You need people to calm down. And I suppose you could make the argument that we're in one of those situations because it has done some crazy stuff that if you close it for a week, you might open back up and everything would be back to normal, right? Mm -hmm. Could happen easily. Uh, One other note. uh, I I suppose. Yeah, that's an interesting question. But the, you know, it 
going lower is the encouragement people need to stop it from going any lower. They want to buy. They start thinking, oh, my God, I've got to get in this. we got to start buying. That's what stops it from dropping. So I'm a little hesitant to. I got all my money in bullets and toilet paper. <laughs> and gold buried in the backyard. The big two. Who are you going to shoot? People trying to take my toilet paper. <laughs> That's who I'm going to shoot. Well, they got it coming. They're going to need it after I come at them with my gun. Um, and one other corona-related note. I saw some of your fancy strip clubs are offering virtual reality lap dances. You can go online. Yes, that's porn. So we call that porn. <laughs> they're not opening, you know, and you can't. It's not much of a lap dance, I guess, if you're more than six feet from for each other. So they're offering them online. I'm paying yeah. for this. <laughs> how, you, how you doing? That's some good gyrating over there. <laughs> I said that's some good gyrating. I'm aroused. Show. This afternoon, we're announcing new guidelines for every American to follow over the next 15 days. As we combat the virus, each and every one of us has a critical role to play in stopping the spread and transmission of the virus. Well, so it's becoming a uh, let's all pull together and stay apart. Message. Yeah. Let's be alone together. That nice uh, Dr. Burke's lady is uh, lecturing us from the White House right now, uh, saying, look, please, you people are going out to bars and partying the the rest of it. Stop it. No matter what generation you're in. So that's the message that's going forth across the land, sometimes uh, more specifically put by your local government. That picture from spring breaking in Florida is something. That beach is packed full of college I'd like kids. to see how it usually is. Just out of, I'm not arguing with your point. I'm just I'm curious. Is that typical? Um that's a pretty darn well attended beach. Well, that 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 other picture looks pretty light. That's pretty crowded. Look at all those umbrellas. Look at the umbrella section. Yeah, yeah. The, those people are not uh, socially isolated. That's a lot of people. I my guess would be that's way down from normal because uh I you know I remember when I used to watch MTV and see that stuff, but that's still yeah. a hell of a lot of people. Shout out to Polly Shore. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and again, weasel. Uh, oh Lord! Wow! <laughs> wow! Outdated and depressing in a weird way. So, oh the, wow! Weasel. Um, I, I find myself wondering, and I don't debate what the nice lady in the White House is telling us that the youngsters who are. Uh, asymptomatic, but could be carrying by the millions, um, need to stop it because they're going to murder granddad um, and grandma, too. On the other hand, you're most likely to get it as people cough, cough and sneeze. So if you're asymptomatic, I know people still shed viruses, but I don't know how much or how dangerous sure, it is. It seems or like there would be a lot less of it if you're not coughing and sneezing. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, the best health authorities on Earth in 50 different countries are all saying the same thing. So I'm not claiming I know better than them. I'm just I'm curious how that works. So I'm looking at this picture from spring break, and you got all young, attractive males and females. That guy down there in the lower right looks kind of like me. I mean, what is he doing there? Hoping. What is that? Undercover cop. Yeah, he's a narc. Dude, suck in your gut a little. Yeah, well, he didn't know you were going to take a picture. (laughs) All you young millennial assholes that keep going out and partying, go home. Stop killing old people, please. Hillary Duff. 
So Ben Shapiro is tweeting moments ago, it's not only not racist to call coronavirus the Chinese virus, um, a term directly targeting the Chinese government, not Chinese people. It is both accurate and necessary as the Chinese government distributes propaganda, yeah. blaming everyone but their own SE government for this. Is there anybody still pushing back on that, really? Is there anybody still uh, expressing, promoting that moronic notion that to call it the Chinese virus is racist? I heard it just yesterday because oh, um, Trump tweeted out. Uh, he had a tweet about it and called it the Chinese virus, and there was a tremendous... Uh, they went crazy on your uh, cable news channels about that. Here's, uh, the here's, re- what? Normally, Trump's tweets are very calming. <laughs> um, but, CBS oh. News correspondent Wei Jiang says, This morning, a White House official referred to coronavirus as the Kung flu to my face. Makes me wonder what they're calling it behind my back. Oh, shush. Um, but I'm trying to find the story. I had the notes. China has really doubled down on their whole blaming America for this. So there's a PR war going on between the Chinese government and the United States about who to blame. And I have no problem pointing out it's not only did it originate with you, it's much worse because it originated with you because of your horrifying system. Right. Um, that is worth making clear to the world and not certainly don't let them get away with it with the help of the stupid freaking American media. Thank you. To make it seem like it's racist to point that out. And this Weijia Chang is doing something incredibly dangerous, partly because she loves, I'm sure, playing the victim card and being woke and the rest of it. My dear, you are equivocating. You're making criticism of the Chinese communist regime the same as being mean to a Chinese American. What you're suggesting is, because the vast majority of people who are calling it Kung Flu or the Chinese virus are doing so, number one, because it's accurate, number two, because it's a condemnation of the Chinese communists. So you're saying any condemnation of Chinese communism is somehow mean to you and people shouldn't do it. There are two choices. Either you're a woke idiot, Weijia Chang, or... You're doing the bidding of the Chinese Communist government. Be serious. Nobody's hating on you because of where the coronavirus came from. Nobody. It's in your imagination. What a wackadoodle. So we've been talking throughout this show about how things have changed so fast. Um, town that I uh, is my home base. Hello, I'm being talked to. Hello. What um, the heck? Hey, hey, hey Siri. Siri, knock uh, it. On the air, baby. On the air, call, I told you never call me at work. My home base town was, I had tweeted out a picture about how normal it was Sunday night. And then last night it was like wiped out. Mm-hmm. Uh, things are changing fast in people's attitudes and everything like that. So you got the Spring Break Beach there and we, we've been talking about in Clearwater, Florida. And I would assume all these college kids made their plans for the trip, you know, weeks if not months ago. Oh, yeah. Um, and... Uh, but anyway, so uh, can you go back there, Hanson? I wanted the, I didn't want more pictures of hotties. I wanted the commentary on it. Um, yeah, I beg Brit, to differ. Britt Hume said this is not adult behavior. And so there in Clearwater, the leaders have, are trying to decide they're going to have a meeting this week on whether they should either add a cur- curfew or close the beaches. I think there's going to be. Or seed the water with sharks. <laughs> An innovative solution. Seeding the water with sharks. I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, when I'm governor, it will be. But we're 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 going really rapidly that direction of uh, shaming slash scolding people who are out and about in public places. Shame. Exactly, going to be shame. More of that. Shame. I like it. 
need more of that, not less of it in society. But I would like to be in charge of what gets shamed. Yeah, we, we all would. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah. Right. Huh. So the current state of things in virtually everywhere the shelter in place is being implemented is that there is an enormous list of exceptions. This is not about you will get arrested if you walk out your door. It's that they're telling you, unless you're these things, just stay home. Um, the we're list. essential personnel, as yes. is put on the list. Yes, so. the Armstrong and Getty show is, in in fact, some have dubbed it super essential, but it's among essential businesses. The list of exceptions is so long, from healthcare operations, grocery stores, farmers markets, pet food, food cultivation, food shelter, social services, newspapers, radio, television, gas stations, banks, hardware stores, plumbers, electricians, exterminators. Um, sanitation, uh, shipping, mailing, education, laundromats, dry cleaners, restaurants, uh, business supplies. I mean, the list is so long, it'd almost be handier to list. Listen, these are the businesses, you people, we really don't need you at all. Well, that's probably why they went with bars and restaurants, because give me some other examples other than bars and restaurants. Where people cluster together a great deal? No, where you would actually say you should close. Everything else is on that list. I mean, Any, most, anywhere where lots of people are at once. But you just listed all the exceptions. That's what I'm saying. Right. Everything is an exception except for bars and restaurants. So it makes more sense to list the things you should close. But they do say if you are going to work, you're doing your thing, stay away from everybody. Fine. Six feet. I've been wanting to do that Armstrong. Listen to my money talk, Michael. My money's talking. Help me. Help me. I'm dying. Jack, good news. Maybe we should be playing Christmas music because Corona Claus is about to come down the chimney with a government check. The Trump administration and the person of Steve Mnuchin has expressed support for a Mitt Romney-esque plan or, sorry, Andrew Yang, uh, a, a Yangish plan of just pumping out checks for a thousand bucks to everybody. Help you with your rent, help you with your bills as everybody's hunkered down and afraid and the rest of it. I'm spending it all on lottery tickets and smokes. Oh, boy. Some people will. Whatever it helps. Yeah, yeah a lot of people will, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, that uh, there's a, an $850 billion plan that's winding its way through Congress and will probably be passed in one form or another pretty quickly that has a lot more to do with uh, bailing out airlines and, and giant loan programs and buying up the debt of, of companies that say, oh, my God, I need to borrow $100,000 to make payroll for the next month. And the the Fed has announced that, yeah, we'll buy anything. Well, that's fine. Yeah, we'll take your debt. That's fine. Super. Um, and then you got the big giant $850 billion thing. And then you got this other thing that uh, I'm not sure what the timetable is, but they're talking about cranking out checks to people like tomorrow or soon. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. So there's some voting going on today. Uh, the, the Democratic race is over in a hundred different ways anyway. Mm-hmm. But, uh, there's no way you can catch up when you can't get any attention when the news is all one story. So. Right. I mean, there, there's nothing that could happen. No news story, no gaffe, no anything, no policy, certainly, that all of a sudden could turn this race around. And no, but I can think of one thing that would turn the race around. Biden getting corona. Yeah, and, and going down. 
So it's a pretty good news for Joe Biden and that he's probably going to get to run a lot of, if not all of this campaign, without having to be out there and putting himself in a place where he could really have the senior moment that dooms him. Mm-hmm. And he, he's going to be able to avoid that because I'm um, no crowd, so I better just stay here and release statements. And virtual town halls and, and uh, conference calls and that sort of thing, which is what they're both doing right now. Oh, Bernie's not even worth mentioning. But so no. Trump and Biden. Run- well, he is worth mentioning because he's providing certain sorts of leadership. I'm using a lot of soap. That's right. There you go. He's really our, our hygienist in chief. Um, got a couple of texts. Our text line is four one five two nine five KFTC. Just bought some healing crystals from Doctor Oz, so I should be good. Also, this te- does, does text does Doctor Oz sell that crap? I don't know. Wouldn't surprise me. He's a quack. <laughs> uh, somebody Allegedly. working in- San Jose is one of the places in America that's locked down Italy style. Let's shut this puppy down. I work in a tax office in San Jose. We're going in. Is that considered essential work or are they just this time of year? They just violating the good guidance. I don't know. Because as we found out earlier, it's not a legal thing. I mean, they're not going to arrest you. The president mused about postponing the tax deadline. I haven't heard anything official come down, I don't think. I have, that keeps popping up in various things. I wouldn't be surprised if it happens at this point, but I haven't seen anything official. What's the theory behind that? We, um, I don't know. Well, you could certainly file your taxes, but maybe you can't pay if you owe because you're not making money because your business is shuttered. Okay. I, I, I don't know. It's all a little scattershot. I think they're trying to do half a dozen different things to deal with the various levels of the economy. Well, there's there's a certain level of throwing S at the wall and seeing what sticks in, in terms of stopping the stock market slide. Right. A speech here, a rate cut there, and it just keeps going down. So that's, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's up today, but it's up less than it was before. Right. Which and means it's going down. Have you ever gone back? <laughs> Have you ever gone back and looked at the graph of October 1929, the Great Depression? It wasn't just one day. It had no, a bad it's too day. Depressing. But then it went up. Then it went down a little. Then it went up a little. Then it went down a little. Then it goes down a lot. Then it goes up. I mean, it just, it was like the stock market usually uses, looks in reverse. Right. It just kept filtering, filtering down, 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 down. I don't know who that new financial reporter we have, but he's great. Oh, yeah. Well, he's concise. Yes. Moving down. Right. Would our show still be on if we're in quarantine? Our show? Yeah. I don't think we're going to be in quarantine, but yes, we would. We'd figure out how to do it. We're essential to society. I, 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 uh, we probably ought to talk about that off air. Oh, there's certain equipment that we probably ought to uh, just find its way into somebody's trunk. Uh, just uh, something, something. Okay, enough said. Too much said. Shut up. <laughs> How do they test you if you get tested for Corona? If they get the test kits out there and everywhere, it's the swab up your schnoz. Yeah, it's the uh, nasal swab. Is it the gentle, just in your nostril swab, or is it the kick, stick it clear up through your brain pan swab? It's that like getting blood. like fire. It, oh well, it it's like getting blood taken. Depends on who you get. Some people can snake it up there gently, but yeah, it's the high sinus swab for now. Yeah. They're trying to develop something that's not as intrusive. Oh boy! So my my son's had it done twice, like in the last year. And he had it done by one, and he cried. It, it really hurt, he said. Oh, and then he had it done terrible. again, and he said it was no big deal. Oh. So you might be right. Maybe it depends on who does it. Mm, man, I hate hearing about kids getting hurt. But, um, yeah, that's the the thing. They go up into your sinuses to get some of that good way back there snot. Hey, listen, 
Hey, that's gross. It's the technical term. All right, mucus. There's got to be a better way to <laughs> do it. It's a sick enough. Can I just hawk up a loogie or something? Do you have to stick something oh up my in my gosh. brain? When I think I've gone too far, Jack reassures me that, no, there's farther to go. That's your role around here, apparently. <sighs> Showing people where the line is. Yeah, by pointing behind you. It's disgusting. Uh, do you want to make any bets? Wagers. <laughs> Theoretical wagers. <laughs> sure. Yeah, well, I always enjoy a good wager. I think we're going to do the nationwide shut down within a week within days actually <sighs> yeah i don't know yeah it's that's a hard one to call because the president can't really do that good point he can get the governors to all do that but it'll be different in different places that's a that's a good point you win that one because uh in other countries the top person can do that but that's right. not the way we're set up as we've mentioned several times through the show and this was news to me the president, as you do probably know, at war can do practically anything. The, 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 the power of the president is at its apex, according to constitutional sto- uh, scholars, when it's a wartime situation. Mm-hmm. For governors, it's health. The president doesn't have much power to do anything in the state of Montana for a health crisis. But the governor of Montana can do practically anything. Shut down any business, tell you where you can go, what you can, can and can't do. It's amazing. Yeah. Yep. We could hear a little bit more about that next segment because you've done that careful research. It's interesting, and there have been a number of Supreme Court rulings that uh, that have backed that up over the years. Yeah, actually order you to shutter your business, and it gets shuttered, or you get arrested but or fined But you have to compensate me. No, I don't. No, I don't. And whether you like that or not, that's the, that's what it's currently in place. And honestly, one of the messages that's going out, and they're doing it poorly. I mean, I realize this is shocking to you, me, everybody, but the local governments and, and state government are doing a very poor job of communicating this to you. The reason we're doing this super max voluntary stuff is so we don't have to go to the uh, the uh, you know compulsory stuff. Yeah, we were playing a clip earlier from a doctor, and his point was basically, we can either do this damage to the economy now and not have deaths, or wait a couple of weeks and do the same damage to the economy. And or more. Have, or more. And no. have a bunch of deaths. Yeah. Those are the two choices. The damage-free option does not exist. No. no. Right. That's what they're saying. Which makes sense to me. Um, I can't believe I can't go into McDonald's and sit there with the yeah. other hobos and have a Big Mac anymore, but... These are difficult times. We're all making yeah. sacrifices. Yeah, the powers governors have, among other things, what the government can and can't do. We're all learning this. A little more on that coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't know if you saw the pictures from Africa of the locust swarms. Got to admit, if you're kind of a Bible fan, a worldwide pandemic, along with... Lo- look at this picture of this locust. Well, it's biblical is what it looks the like. The Bible! Yeah, it's crazy. That all happening at the same time is uh, is something. Eating up all the crops, and I don't know how much you know about African agriculture. They don't have a lot of surplus. So a lot of us have been asking, especially the more libertine, not libertine, libertarian-leaning you are. Mm-hmm. Completely different things, really. Libertine is orgies. Libertarian <laughs> is the right to have orgies. <laughs> I don't want to have an orgy. I think people should be able to have the right. right. I don't want to be within 100 feet of one. Right. I hear you. I just, yeah. 
1824, the Supreme Court... Uh, did I finish my sentence? I don't know if I did. Which sentence? There have been so many. Um, the more libertarian among us have ah. been wondering, can the government do that? All these things they keep threatening right. to do. And what can the government do can exactly? You, can you make me stay in my house? Can you shut down a business? Can you do all this stuff? Well, apparently they can. In 1824, the Supreme Court observed in Gibbons versus Ogden that sovereign state authority includes the authority to enact quarantine laws and health laws of every description. Every description is pretty broad. Uh, just as you <laughs> demand you paint yourself with clown face. That's a description. The governor says so. Uh, just as the president is at the peak of their powers when security is threatened, Americans' governors, governors are at the peak of their powers when public health is at stake. And there's lots you can do right now. Jay Cost, who we've had on the Armstrong and Getty Show many times, and he is with AEI and the Washington Examiner, um, talking about police power versus enumerated power. A governor backed by a state legislature has, quote, the sovereign power to make you go home if you are a menace to public health. They just can. Trump, he notes, does not have that power. Thus, governors have way more power than the president when it comes to health issues. Mm. The president of the United States could not order me to go back into my house. I can say, that's just your opinion, orange man. Right. Um, but the governor could, and mm-hmm. i got to do it, or they're going to throw me in jail or something. What Which about is the- a, a great example of federalism, why it's such a great idea. That's I mean, it. the governor of Idaho has a completely different situation than the government of Connecticut. Yeah. What about the First Amendment? Can the government really order churches to close? Apparently they can. Can they really order us to not gather together, even if it might be for political reasons? Yeah, apparently the state, the governor can. Which is really quite amazing. Uh, I did not know this. It, it is amazing, and it's a great example of what we were talking about a little bit earlier. Oops, I went away from the Twitter feed. Even laws that directly curtail First Amendment freedoms will be upheld if they can pass a legal test called strict scrutiny, which in this case would be easy to pass, according to all legal scholars, with this... Uh, commie virus out there right this gets back to the uh, twitter feed we were talking about earlier handling a crisis like this is one of government's most basic and most important responsibilities but for a free society it's also one of the most dangerous these powers and we need to watch them very very carefully and make sure that there are no temporary measures that become permanent yeah under normal circumstances a governor cannot invoke public health and sweep aside the first uh, amendment like this but with all the information that is out there about the coronavirus, the overriding public need, the experts saying what they're saying, for now, bans, and they, they emphasize for now, as Joe just said, bans on public gatherings are virtually certain to pass constitutional muster. Because it has been tried many times before. Mm-hmm. They, they quote various cases, Tahoe versus Regional Planning Agency and Lucas versus South Carolina. Various times the Supreme Court has looked at this and they've upheld governor's local uh, ability to do this. It's really quite amazing. Let's shut this puppy down. Mm. During this, on your cable news channels, all eyes may turn to Trump, but it's your state house that's the first line of local defense, which, by the way, is the way the nation was designed. And if it strikes even the smallest blow in getting Americans to obsess a little bit less over the presidency, I think that would be great. And understand the more local government is, the better it is, the more responsive it is. Yeah. So right now, every TV channel that exists, for the most part, is covering the president's daily press conference on this. Mm -hmm. Your local channels should be covering 
every time your governor talks, because that's yeah. the person that's got the power to actually do something. Yeah, I believe at the moment the president's talking about the financial uh, reaction that the federal government's going to do, you know, funding this and loans that and Becoming grants. Becoming cannibalism. You know, right, exactly. Um, it's another example, though, of... You know, a huge amount of our money going to the federal government and them keeping a chunk of it for their ginormous bureaucracy and then doling it back to us as they see fit. Odd. Why'd the money leave in the first place if it comes back to us? Hmm. It's almost like it's a bit of a scam. But anyway, if indeed more of our tax dollars stayed local, stayed with the state, then a state-by-state response would be possible. And if, you know, Missouri doesn't need any particular help, for instance, well, then there's not much going to be happening in Missouri. It wouldn't be this one-size-fits-all-over nation of 330 million people. It would be particular to the states. And if, indeed, for whatever reason, a state did not have the money to, you know, deal with the challenge of a national health crisis, well, then the federal government would step in and say, look, Mississippi's broke, for instance. I mentioned Mississippi because Mississippi's always broke. Um, <laughs> and then they would step in, but there wouldn't be a need for the colossus of the federal government to take over. But that's my, uh, you know, liberty, liberty loving fantasy world. Now, Vice President Pence just mentioned using the military for field hospitals. I suppose that's something the federal government could do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I suppose the governor would have to allow you to put them somewhere. But um, Yeah, they'd use the National Guard, probably, which, again, is a gubernatorial uh, prerogative. O.J. Simpson, for some reason, has just tweeted that he was sick last month and he's convinced it was corona. Oh, for goodness sakes. He said, they tell you not to shake hands, but I just saw the president shake hands. It's very confusing. So. Well, let's hope it's nothing trivial. That's <laughs> that two-time murderer weighing in on the flu of the day. Kidnapper and sports memorabilia thief. Juice! The modern world is so weird. It really is. It really is. You realize, O.J., that everybody wishes you were dead. I mean, that's the reaction universally. If you got corona and died from it, everybody would cheer. Yes, virtually everybody. Even the people on that jury who turned you loose. They didn't think you are innocent. They thought the L.A. cops were racists. You get that, don't you? Right. Maybe he doesn't. Probably not. Final thoughts with A.N.G. Yeah! Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's put a nice little bow around the proceedings. Final thoughts from everybody on the crew. There he is, pressing the buttons in the control room. Michelangelo, final thought? Yeah, the big news of the day is that I might be getting a $1,000 check, so someone's TV is going from 55-inch to 75-inch. There you go. Good man. Stimulate the economy. You're a good American, Michael. Positive, Sean. Your final thought? Sheltering in place is my default settings. I'm, uh, I am all set. Yeah. Jack, final thought? Yeah, everything has gone further than I thought it would go. I think we're going to do the full-on nationwide shutterdown. I think that's coming. I think it's entirely possible, or at least the federal government's going to tell the governors, hey, if you want to do this, you got our backing, and you'll see it a lot. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, my final thought, they're actually talking about shutting down golf courses. This is ridiculous. You are dozens to hundreds of yards away from anybody. You're outdoors, and if you shut down a golf course, I'm sneaking up. All right? Fair warning. Really? Heck yeah. You would sneak onto a golf course. I've snuck on golf courses since I was like eight years old. <laughs> and the the what? This is, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. You're polite. You leave. 
Oh, really? Sure. Oh, I didn't realize you're supposed to... Oh, this is a paid... Oh, really? What is the... uh, What? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm supposed to check in. Oh, my mistake. That's hilarious. Off I go. And off you go. Sure. I haven't done that for a long time because I can afford to play golf now, but... Yeah, but now with the with the sheltering in place, you might be deemed a public nuisance or something. I, I'm not anywhere near anybody, especially if they're in the middle of the fairway. Oh, <laughs> I know. Stand huh? next to the flag, you'll be safe. Huh? Huh? That's some average golfing there. <laughs> All right. Dang, when's the show over yeah, there? The, the music's go. been too long, late, late, long lately there, Michael. We were just really quick today. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour work day. So many people who thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Follow us on the uh, the social media, would you please? Uh, you can also get uh, the podcasts, uh, the extra large, the regular show, whatever you want. Drop us an email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We forgot to mention Tom Brady's officially no longer a New England Patriot. Oh, he's coming to your team to take them to glory. Really? Maybe. See you tomorrow. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I I did not say that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. (laughs) That sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? Uh, this isn't like 9-11. This is like World War II. It's going to change the way we live as Americans. Armstrong and Getty.